when is spring going to show up? I mean, we're officially now over a month into spring, but honestly, it's felt a lot more like winter the, the past month. You think, oh, well, winter, you know, that's synonymous with snow and, and that sort of thing. Well, really in the Pacific Northwest here and here in Whatcom County, most of the winter is, you know, 40s and off and on showers. Let's be honest, anywhere from the upper 30s to the mid to upper 40s, that's that's the average temperature range, and that's what we've been having. A lot of days still just barely getting, you know, we've had 40s, 50s. This is winter, basically almost winter weather uh, now for a month into spring, so we've got to figure out what in the world is going on here, and when is this going to turn around? Fields are still very wet. A lot of people uh, would have uh, already been out turning dirt uh, and getting ready to plant, or if not, have already planted. I remember back when I was uh, a custom corn planter for for Whatcom Farmers Co-op in college. I think one year, one season, we had our first field in on April 12th. Uh, I don't know how much corn is planted, and I'm not sure if I'd want to have corn planted in seed in the ground right now because it could be getting, you know, it could just be sitting there rotting rather than germinating with the cold temperatures, cold soil temperatures, all the excess moisture and standing water joining us right now, who we go to when we have these sorts of conundrums. Rufus Lalone, longtime forecaster. Uh, at the Weather Cafe, as he has dubbed it uh, many years ago. It's hosted at OVS.com if you want to check it out. The Weather Cafe, Rufus likes to take a look at the possibilities, the long range. What, what are the weather models saying? What does experience tell us? What, what are all the factors playing into what's happening with our weather here in the Pacific Northwest? Rufus, wait, what's going on here and when's this going to turn around? Well, we're all hoping, Dylan, for it to turn around sometime. <laughs> it probably will be very nice today, uh, Saturday. It's going to be a relatively nice day. Sunday's too. Um, a little bit of a system coming in to the north, which would clip Vancouver I- Island and Linden area. But it might be more of a cloud event Sunday night until Monday. But we've had a real interesting pattern, as you know. It's, it's disrupted a lot of agricultural processes. And it was, a lot of folks can't even get on the ground. It just, it yeah. just barely gets dry enough to run a tractor out there without getting stuck. And then the next round of rain comes. And the later we go, the uh, greater the risk that we could have it all of a sudden turn get pretty hot. And we've had that happen several springs in the past. So it's been a very challenging spring. And part of the reason is we're in what's called the La Nina pattern. This is truly the second year La Nina. We have that happen every once in a while. Most of the time it's one year, six to nine months, maybe 12, and it goes away. So we've been in the second year of La Nina. Mm -hmm. Typically, we get colder than normal temperatures, low average snowfall, and uh, above average rainfall. And that's been fairly close to what our winter's been like. We had a relatively dry January, but we've we've caught up on the moisture and the snowpack in the mountains looks really good for everybody. Um, Even portions of the Sierra Nevada are are a lot better off than we thought back at Christmas. Yeah, I remember there were a lot of concerns of, oh, you know, the drought's going to get even worse. And I know there are still big problems with that in other areas, but it's not nearly as bad as as was prognosticated a couple, two, three months ago. Yeah, and so what's been happening is we typically have a high-pressure ridge. We talk a lot about it in the summer when it's right over us. Um, But it's been further to the west over the Pacific Ocean. 
um, ridging up into the Gulf of Alaska. And on the on the west east side of that ridge, which is where we have been sitting meteorologically, you get low pressure systems that come up over the top of the ridge. They come out of the uh, far east our Asia area. And there's been some pretty strong storms over there. So those waves in the atmosphere go up over the top of the ridge, come right down the side, and the side happens to be the Pacific Northwest. And you get a lot of cold air out of the continent of Canada, uh, some of the Alaskan cold air, and you put that together and you just have these really, I call them stagnant patterns. The pattern sets up, it starts to switch, and then the high pressure just builds back up again. And we get these stagnant patterns where the, the pressure systems, the big giant ones, there's four or five over the globe, right? Um, they just don't move very much. And when you have it like this, we're getting getting our November through January weather now. And um, yeah. we, we may have a break coming up. We'll talk about that in a minute. But that's one of the reasons we've got these colder air patterns. This weekend will be decent, but we're going to go right back into a below average temperature pattern through at least the middle to if not Thursday of next week. Yeah, boy. Well, yeah, it's boy. not what I wanted to hear, but I, I like this hint that you said we're, we're going to get to talking about a, a potential break coming up. This is the Farming Show, by the way, here on uh, KGMI. AM 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham. I'm Dylan Honkoop talking with Rufus Lalone of the Weather Cafe, longtime meteorologist, also a retired entomologist, uh, been around the world of food and farming uh, for all of his career. And, and that's what his uh, weather forecasting and blogging, weather blogging is all about at the Weather Cafe. If you aren't familiar with Rufus, you know, more and more people around here uh, in Whatcom County, at least that I run into, and I, you know, people I barely even know, they aren't talking to me about, you know, the conversations that we've had here on the air. It's just all oh, Rufus says. Rufus says this. Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's that's the common the com wow rufus says that uh this could be going for a while yet oh boy i better check the weather cafe uh is, <laughs> is what people often say so more and more people catching the word about this you know longer range weather discussion which is valuable in the world of farming because you know weather forecasting obviously is a lot more accurate um, on a day-to-day -day basis, what the next day or two might be. But a lot of decisions have to look a lot farther out than that. And that's what's been so challenging this spring. You know, a lot of people who farm by the calendar, oh, that, you know, by the 1st of April, we're turning dirt. And by, you know, the second, third week of April, we're planting this. And it, it, none of that applies this year. That's for sure. It's been very different than uh, we like to see. We've had cold springs before and wet springs uh, it just really hurts when it's been this cold because we've averaged a lot of temperatures below the normal below average, if you know what I mean. There's yeah. been a lot of records broken. We had late frost. We might have another frost again, uh, maybe not so much west side, but for we have a lot of patrons on the east side of the mountains that farm over there, and they may have a frost Thursday, Friday, Saturday morning. The temperatures could be low enough if the clouds clear out. So it's been a very yeah. frustrating, and um, I don't have an answer. I've been doing this since 1975, 76, in forecasting in Oregon and Washington and British Columbia since since 78, 79. So I've got a lot of years of experience. The computer models, as you know, over the years have gotten more and more uh, efficient at looking out past three days and five days and 10 days. Now they're pretty reasonable, in my opinion, out that 14 to 15 days. And then I look upstream, if you will, what's going on over Siberia, what's going on over Alaska and, and these upper air patterns to help me see what may change in the future. 
and it's it's all forecasting. It's not accuracy that we're after. We're trying to give you guys in agriculture the trend because I think the models have been amazing, um, frustrating on a day to day or within a week because they change. Yeah. But the overall trends have been really, really accurate. They're just off by four or five days or maybe a week. Yeah, timing. And we timing. Timing. Yes. Yeah. Timing's it. Now, when we talk about a heat wave or a major windstorm, those things have come through pretty close to what we expected on the charts. And there's more folks doing this now than there was years ago. So it's good to have a lot of extra tools in the toolbox. I had an email from somebody up in one of the islands up there, uh, and he was very upset because I don't put lots of pictures and charts and things in my blog. <laughs> but I'm, I tried to let him know, you know, I, I forecast for basically three states, southwest British Columbia, a lot of potato friends over there in Idaho. Yep. Uh, and I have some friends up in Montana that grow some cherries. And there's there's some areas that are impacted by our forecast that we don't think about. Yeah. And a lot of California, San Joaquin Valley, Sacramento Valley. I don't mention California a lot because their weather's pretty much the same. But every once in a while, our impacts hit them like that frost we had about a month yeah. ago. It really hit some of the trees down there. Well, and and so, some of this cold you mentioned that I, I ha this is totally unconfirmed. This is just you know secondhand that I heard that yeah. uh, blackberries. Um, not much for that here in Whatcom County, but down in Skagit County, they grow a bunch. And and I heard that the the recent frost that we had really really hurt that crop. And, and, and again, unconfirmed, but yeah. they're talking about major you know over fifty percent losses possibly. Oh. That would be awful. And and people don't, you know, I think the average person going about their day has probably been grumpy about the fact that we've had a lot of drizzly, rainy days. It's been cold. You know, it hasn't been nice. We haven't had that good sunshine to get out in the yard. But, right. you know, th the importance of or the impact of this kind of weather is, is so much more significant for, for people whose livelihoods ride on, you know, what the climate and the weather is doing. Yeah, those, those in agriculture know these cycles we have are, are just, they're nauseating, they're irritating, they can be <laughs> exhilarating. You have a good price and a good yield in one year, yep. and then you go two years, we don't make any money, you go one year, we lose a lot of money. It's all at the mercy of the weather and the commodity prices. <laughs> yeah. Which and that's a wild world, right? Yeah, that's a wild world right now too, with everything going on. Ooh. You know what's happening in Ukraine, what's happening with supply shortages, you know, yes. supply chain issues, and this, that, and the other thing. It's, Fertilizer that is going to be a critical yeah. factor, not just this year, but the following yeah. year for uh, for yep. all of us in agriculture getting our fertilizer. Um, let's let's go a little bit further out. We're yeah. going to get through next week and. We'll be frustrated and we'll have a, the following weekend, which will be that first weekend in May. Uh, last day of April is on the 30th, Saturday. So we may have a day or so of decent weather there. And it looks like um, the models have been going this way. I mentioned this morning in my forecast that there's a trend on the models that we're going to have the ridge of high pressure move further to the east, which would be right over the northwest in California, and bring us potentially, um, I thought we'd get three or four days. We might get seven or eight days of nice dry weather dry enough and warm enough to really dry things out, get things done. And um, that doesn't mean we won't get some rain after that because, yes, it does look like it'll turn wet again. Yep. But it'll be more of a mild rain, a warmer rain. Let's hope that's true. But yeah. we could have that dry stretch that we all need to get caught up 
we've dealt with water once we get plants in the ground the ground work but we got to get that done first well and we've got to get that soil temperature up which is not just affected by the air temperature but also affected by the soil moisture so when it's wet and cool together it, it makes that soil just stay cool and things don't germinate things don't grow soil doesn't dry out again like we were talking about earlier to just be able to get on it and not get stuck with your tractor so that is a big thing that i know a lot of people are waiting on to really hit go on you know the busiest parts of the of planting season whether it's getting grass in corn in you know i know there's a lot of people who've struggled even already with with raspberries this year normally that would be long done by now but i know there's some that are that are still um working toward getting all that wrapped up so that is some good news let's cross our fingers that that continues to uh, model in that direction because I think a lot of work could get done in that, you know, stretch of, you know, whether it's three or four, five, six, seven, let's hope for that many days, people are going to have to go like crazy to, to try to get caught up. Yeah. And our guys and gals know how to work the land when you can get on it, they'll get it done. That's yep. what we do. <laughs> we have long have days now. 20 hours a day there for a few days because that's the weather window. Yeah. Rufus Lalone with us here on the Farming Show on KGMI. I'm Dylan Honkoop. Glad you're here with us on Saturday uh, morning uh, to talk a little bit about farming here. So, Rufus, to go back a little bit, you were talking about the accuracy of the models. It seems like, you know, to that point, I, I was meaning to ask you a couple of minutes ago, wasn't there an issue, I want to say last year um, or maybe a little bit before, where you thought, eh, there's something kind of wonky going on? Maybe there had been a slight change. There were a lot of odd forecasts coming out because of that. Does, does that seem to have been straightened around? Well, there was a, I can't remember the exact date, but I think it was around 18 months ago. Time goes so quickly, even when you're retired, it goes fast. <laughs> but it was within the last two years, there was a, kind of an update in the, in the, at least the U.S. model systems. Um, a lot of the, you know, some coding went on and they, they added and changed a few things. And that, there was a little bit of frustration there. I'm not sure if the models have worked it out or those of us that interpret what's graphically presented by the models, because that's what I do. I don't read other people's forecasts right. and then reparts the words. Um, maybe we're just learning to adapt to what the models don't say. Yeah. Right. Um, I have learned over the years to look upstream. That's looking further to the east to get an idea of those giant clover leaf patterns. If you look at the North Pole, um, there's these clover leaf patterns of large high and large lows. And I look at that too, and it, it's been very frustrating. I, I know those that follow the Weather Cafe, you, one day I'll forecast one thing, and I always like to see three days worth of the model showing what I'm talking about before I even discuss it in the, on my uh, website. And then after that, they'll switch back, and it goes back and forth. But those that have followed the, the Weather Cafe and forecasters have been around here for more than 10 or 15 years, know that a lot of times those models say one thing, and then five or six days they go back another way. And then by the time you get to that period of time, wow, look at this. It's actually coming true. Mm -hmm. Like the cold weather we had, the big heat we had. Um, there's been several issues the last 18 months have been very frustrating. But they've been impactful on our society, uh, not just agriculture, but on people. So um, it, everybody in this business that are doing it full time are really working hard to get the accuracy up. They're trying to provide more percentage and probabilities now. The general public wants probabilities. What's the percentage of rain today? So you hear more of that in the <laughs> forecast. Yeah. And that's a tough one because 
if I say it's a 60% chance of rain in, in Bellingham, which part of Bellingham? Is that the right. whole area or just part of the day? Well, and as so we've been really seeing with this. narrow that down. Yeah, it's, with a good, these, it's a good thing to do. With these really unsettled patterns, the last week or so hasn't been as bad. But a few weeks before that, we were having these days where, you know, there's these storm clouds. And, you know, we'd even get a few boomers, you know, lightning yeah. strikes here and there, nothing crazy. But there would be a downpour here, dry over there. You know, it would be back and forth between sunny and downpour off and on all day and all night. And so, yeah, what's a 60% chance of that it's going to pour down rain for 10 minutes or 60% yeah. 60% chance that it's going to slightly drizzle all day long? You know, those yeah, are two entirely different Two inches things. of rain. You get, I just got two inches of rain the last three hours. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> We're down the road five, 10 miles. The Willamette Valley is a classic, you know, north of Salem, you've got the Ankeny Hills and there are the weather patterns there can be a little different than down here. I'm now in Albany. I used to live in Silverton. Um, the patterns are just enough of a difference that you kind of have to micro forecast. So, you know, I just generically yeah. forecast. But when I call something out like the line south of Salem or, say, north of Chehalis, that's a kind of another natural area up there. The Puget Sound in general versus the far northwest corner. Mm -hmm. When I say that or Vancouver Island, you guys know you're going to get hit when we say Vancouver Island. Um, but if you say Seattle area, sometimes they have dry weather and you're still in that cold, yep. showery weather with that ocean air. And that's another point I wanted to add. If we're going into the summer pretty soon. Yeah, believe me, it will happen. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> and, um, yeah. The ocean uh, temperature west of the Washington coastline is much colder than normal. Now, that doesn't change the weather patterns, but when we get those onshore, flow, onshore flows in the summer, you get that nice, cool morning air, that can cause it to be a lot colder a lot longer during the day, maybe even some fog, not so much dew, but just a, you know, that cold morning start, and you don't even want to get out there and turn the picking machines on. Mm -hmm. And we got to pick a night nowadays to get things covered in the 24-hour period. So that could be an issue as we get further out because the temperature of the ocean does not warm up that fast. So we'll be watching that. We yeah. may be talking about this in another couple months. So well, that would be, be stay, folks stay on top of their uh, their mold uh, prevention programs, shall we say? It could be one of those summers. Uh, yep. As you get into as we get into May, and who, who knows when? Like I'm thinking red raspberries because that's what I grew up around. You know, and you think uh, you get into May, that's when bloom starts happening. Well, I mean. You know, if this trend continues as cool as it is, when, when will that happen? But, you know, if we get a shot of warmer, drier weather, boom, it, they can kick them into gear. They can kind of leapfrog forward. Um, but, yeah, you got to stay on top of it because if we do have this cooler weather or cooler water, I should say, uh, off the coast uh, and, and the potential for that phenomenon of, you know, moist, cool air uh, in the mornings, that can be a, a mess for mold if you have fog at all or or what you know yeah, go, you we've get, seen that before it's hot yes. during the day and it all evaporates and it's a muggy day and yeah it's not good yeah it just it, it, it just uh, has an impact on us especially in that area because it's relatively flat with coming off the uh, sound and stuff yeah you know the linden air is kind of a flat area you get definitely that sound is cold and it's got cold water because of the ocean to the west is cold there's things we have to pay attention to, and we've done this long enough to know that we say it because we've seen it happen before. Yeah. So that's what we have to watch. Rufus Lalone at the Weather Cafe, hosted at OVS.com. Go to OVS.com. You can scroll down a ways, and you'll find the logo there. Uh, some some cloud and rain and lightning, I think, all out of the same uh, cloud is, is the logo, if you find it down there. And that's where you can find his twice-a-week updates. Uh, Mondays and Fridays is when he updates. So just a real quick recap, if, if folks are joining us right now, you're saying this weekend, today, tomorrow, 
might be all right. Uh, then we've got a, another round of moisture for a few days before possibly an opening. Yes, yeah, so in cold, cool, cool temperatures while we have that moisture. And then we got a little bit of a break uh, the following weekend for a day or so. And it was just going to last a couple of days and turn wet again. But right now the models are leaning towards that ridge coming over us and giving us a, probably a, a good week, hopefully, of dry, very warm, you know, for spring, nice warm weather. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's get her done time. So we'll, yeah, we'll be absolutely. updating the weather cafe. And of course the guys on TV and radio, there's a lot of good scientists doing the same thing there. They're all looking for it. So when it's there, they're going to be telling you that. So well, just pay attention. we'll be keeping our fingers crossed saying our prayers that that all uh, comes about that way and not some <laughs> other way. Hopefully the models don't go to back to something else. Uh, Rufus, thank you for your time. We appreciate what you do week in and week out there at the weather cafe. And we certainly appreciate Appreciate your time chatting with us this morning. You betcha. Happy farming. Bye.